Welcome to the Prog Talks by the Prog Space. Welcome to the Prog Talks, an interview series by the Prog Space where we will be talking to musicians in all corners of the progressive music scene. Welcome back to another episode of the Proc Talks. This is episode two after the summer break in season two. So I think we're at episode 26 of season two altogether. And before we jump into today's topic and welcome today's guests, as always, don't forget to get us a cup of coffee or also get yourself a, cu a coffee cup in our <laughs> merch store. It helps us out a lot. Uh, we appreciate your support. And now um, kind of welcoming back as we talked already on the cast uh, back in uh, April 2020, um, we have Mikkel and Christian from Danish prog metal band or prog band. Better Mountain. Hey, guys. <laughs> what's up? Hey, what's up? Nice to be back. Yeah. yeah nice um, to be back. You, you uh, I, I, I kind of stopped myself there as I, as I, as I think you, you, you also not only got the metal going, but also other stuff like more rocky, less metal. But um, yeah, you guys are back with the second album called Exit a Maelstrom, which was released last week, September second. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's your second, it's your sophomore album, and it. Um, I think it's uh, in many regards a, a, a big step up from the already quite promising Nidus from from 2019. Um, yeah, and 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 I mean it's been a weird time between the release of Nidus and now um, for all of us, and especially for bands. And uh, but I think you 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 get you guys were 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 just uh, using that time to compose. How was how was the 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 com composing and recording process for for to exit a maelstrom compared to to Nidus? Should I start? Should I? You go. Okay. Go first. I think uh, it was very different because uh, yeah, obviously there was uh, the lockdown and Corona, um, so we spent a lot of time writing songs instead of going out and playing shows and rehearsing for the shows. So. It kind of, I mean, we really missed uh, the audience, but it helped us to get into this mode where we just started writing a lot of songs. And um, I think that's, you know, the first part of it. The second part is that um, To Exit a Maelstrom is a much more uh, personal uh, album to us compared to Nidus. Nidus was kind of a, a mixed bag of songs, if you can put it that way. Uh, Jens, our guitar player, he hadn't um, been a part of the uh, the process for all of the songs with Nidus, but this time for Two Exit Maelstrom, he's been there all the way. And uh, yeah, we just, um, we had so much more storytelling uh, this time than we had with Nidus. So I think uh, it was, it, it feels very different this time compared to the first one. Sure. And we just had much more to say. and. We were more prepared, also studio-wise. We were more experienced going through with the Nidus and um, perhaps also more um, comfortable in the studio, experimenting and just, yeah, 
all aspects level up for sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you're saying you had more to tell. Um, I'm um, from just from listening to the album and also knowing a little bit about the background story. Uh, I would say that is true for both parts, the musical part and the and the lyrical part, of course. Um, starting with the music, uh, traditionally, um, what was was uh, as you just said, you was maybe also Jens, the guitar player, was more involved. Did you did you write together or separately, and then put the put the put the stuff together? And yeah, how how is it, how was the working process in the in the compo compositional stages? Um, it, it often starts out with uh, our bass player, Andreas, uh, that he, he makes a draft, uh, often just the bass line. And then the rest of the band, we, we take over from there. And, um, and I think the key to our songwriting is that we're, we're very critical to each other's uh, ideas. And uh, we try to uh, be as honest as we can uh, to each other uh, when, uh, yeah, whenever someone puts out an idea. Uh, We want to to make sure that everyone's on board, um, but it often starts with Andreas, and then it's a back and forth thing uh, between the entire band. And usually, uh, the melody and the lyrics they are the last part of the song. So um, before you before you went into the studio and, and you just said you were better prepared than than for the first album, um, Mikkel. Um, Before you went into the studio, did you have a chance to to play the songs as a complete band in the rehearsal room? Yeah, sure. We'll we'll do demos just for our sake and Johan's sake, our producer. Um, but I think just the preparedness is just that um, when we got in the studio for Nidus, I think we realized that in just in the sonic in the um, In the soundscape, we were being more, we were being tested a lot of, on things we don't, we didn't expect we sh we probably should have had, and that got fixed or um, done in the studio. So I think we had a better idea of how to make the sound more as we hear it in our head. How to <laughs> how to get that across in the studio? Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I had the feeling listening to 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 Exit a Maelstrom. I had the feeling that it is like overall it it, it it's giving me like a more um, not extreme but but heavier feeling. I have the feeling there's more heavier parts, more um, also uh, shouting vocals, or I don't want to call them growls, but they're not really shouting either. But They're not not your usual clean singing either. Um, would you agree to that? And 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 how how did this this slight change or more emphasis or just like more accumulated uh, heaviness uh, come about? Was it due to the to the topic at hand? Uh, yeah, um, I think partly the topic, but also just we knew we wanted to do more in both ends. We wanted to go to each side of the spectrum more than we did on Nidus. Um, more growls, more screams, more heaviness, more grit, but also uh, more the airiness, the light, and um, the cleans, and just mix them. Do it both. We wanted all of it, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah, we knew that to begin with that we wanted to explore uh, the boundaries, and uh, and then when yeah when we figured out that we had to make this album about uh, uh, my father's uh, Alzheimer's disease, then it it just made sense um, to to bring in uh, some of the tools from metal music. Uh, I was interviewed two days ago, and I said to the radio host that I'm glad that I don't play bossa nova or uh, uh, cafe jazz because I think it would be really hard for me to justify or to uh, the vision I have to uh, to really yeah make it happen if I didn't have the the blast beats or the growls and the screaming and um, all of that. All of all of these elements, yeah. We're we're, we're going to dive into into the um, uh, topic of of uh, Alzheimer's maybe uh, in a second. Uh, be, but before, like, let's let's stay uh, for a second more in, in the music realm because there's uh, like the second to last song is is a purely instrumental song, right? Um, Air hunger, yeah. And so, uh, how how did this? Um, the song came about <laughs> yeah, that's, a question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question i think uh, we wanted to uh, we want to make something chaotic and uh, without lyrics because uh, uh, it's hard to explain but um again i felt that uh, with this theme with alzheimer's with uh, my father slowly losing the ability to speak then it kind of made sense to have a song without lyrics and just uh, screaming in the background and yeah and lots of chaos in the instrumental parts yeah and yeah. then 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 there's the the more or less title track maelstrom at the end which is uh, again all, all, almost uh, 10 minutes long and it's kind of obvious that we had um the balance uh, uh, act on Nidus with closing in on 12 minutes. Also, the, the long track on the end. What, what is it with prog bands and long songs at the end of <laughs> <Yeah>. albums? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I do know. I remember uh, distinctly when we started out, it was like, we have to have a long track. We, if we're going to call ourselves <laughs> prog, you know? <laughs> then I think on the uh, on, uh, on this album, Exit of Maelstrom, it was actually a, a long uh, track that Jens on was play, he play, plays guitar. He had, uh, I think, eighty percent of the pieces he had already like written on guitar and had a full version. Um, and then we pieced it together, all of us. And uh, then I had just have this amazing canvas of like uh, highs and lows where I could just write and play with melody and choir and it, that song just grew and grew we were in the studio and we were like we need horns we need more choir more people yeah. <laughs> and we invited uh, our community our fans to come and sing we got a bunch of people i mean i think eight or ten people aside from us all the band our producers singing on it and yeah it was crazy yeah that was kind of yeah an experiment as well i mean yeah we we knew that we wanted to make this big thing, but then it just kept growing while we were in the studio. And also after we were in the studio, uh, our producer, he contacted us and said, guys, it would be so cool if we 
just brought in more people to this track and uh, kept putting layers and layers of uh, of vocals on top of each other and yeah so it just it just kept going um for a long time it was really it was really fun process with that song actually yeah wonderful and but of course uh like not of course because some some prog bands do it but you didn't choose maelstrom as a single um the first single was sincere and we were really happy to 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 premiere the really cool video here at the prog space yeah. um and it was it was again uh, uh together with the crew uh you were all, also already working together with for the the lead single for nidus which was in passing yeah. Which you also played on the Prox Space Online Festival. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, the 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 video was. Uh, I thought it was so cool and mysterious and totally different to the in passing video um, with those weird figures. Um, did do, are they still around in somewhere someone's garage? Yeah, <laughs> we don't have them, but uh, I think. Uh, Lena, one of the uh, one of the women that helped us with the video, I think she has them at the moment. Um, yeah, they she was the... they are so intimidating. They're so so <laughs> huge. Those masks or costumes or what do you want to call them? Um, I'm the one both. in the in the bird uh, costume, and uh, I yeah. remember when I saw it the first time, it was, it was so big, and I just I just shouted, "Tips! I want that one! <laughs> yeah, I want the big hair. Yeah. Full dev shooting. Yeah, it was so heavy. Holding this <laughs> yeah, enormous costume. So it was, it was, it was you guys inside these uh, costumes. Yes, yes. I was in the like the um, we call them ego. Yeah, the, with the round the, face. The brown face, yeah, and the no, uh, yeah. The main character is uh, Mikkel, and the red one with the, the round face—that's uh, Andreas, our bass player. Right. And then the right, really, right. really tall one is uh, Jens, <laughs> the guitar player. Yeah. yeah, and he had to stay like this in the yeah. suit <laughs> <laughs> with the wind blowing him backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, there were more singles, uh, Pariah without a video, and then August Mantra, the the the, um, the opening track of the album, right? Um, yes, as right. as the, as the final single before the album release, with a with a uh, standard standard video, I would say, with some some play play through, like just you guys playing and some live footage. Um, I think it's always a really interesting. Uh, thing how bands pick their singles out of a full album especially if it's uh so dense um conceptually <laughs> yeah but so how was that process for you did you know from the beginning or did you have to think or discuss a lot i think we had to discuss it a little but uh uh, I mean, we also agreed that it couldn't be Maelstrom, the last song, because it was too long. It didn't really make sense. And we didn't think that Maelstrom represented the, the album as a whole. So we wanted Sincere because um, it's one of the simpler songs. It's not too long and it has a video and we think it's a beautiful piece. And we wanted Pariah because... It's like the other extreme of the album. I think it's 
some of the most aggressive things we've ever done. And we wanted August Mantra because uh, it really shows uh, the progress and uh, yeah, I do a lot of percussion on on that song, and I I wanted that to you know come out as a single because I'm so proud of of that song, and um, I think August Mantra is a yeah, it shows our style quite well, so it made sense to uh, to use that one as well. But I mean, we also wanted cloud headed at some point to be one of the singles but uh, we went away from that because it was um we didn't feel that it quite represented us as well as the other songs even though we we like it a lot as well so we're very happy that it cloud head has been um, even though it's not a single it has been received very well by the reviewers um and it's also a song that it lies close to our hearts and uh, yeah and we love performing with it, so that's nice. It's also this thing where you you're not really sure until you hear like the album mixed. Um, and I think we were so proud of what we did on Sincere when that we could actually write a simpler song. It was actually a struggle for us to like tone down the pregnancy and just go with the feel and the mood and just drive that home. So I think. Yeah, we wanted to showcase that, and we wanted to showcase, like uh, Christian said, the the other the other end of the spectrum. And I feel like August Mantra is like a classic <laughs> Feather Mountain song. Exactly. We have some of the old, some of the new, and uh, many changes, many sections. So, yep. So you you were also able to 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 play play some of the new stuff live already, right? Yeah, we had a kick-ass, absolutely kick-ass uh, show on uh, last Friday, second, when we released the album, sold out the venue, 200 people came and um, probably the best show we ever had, honestly. We had an amazing connection with the audience. Yeah. Everyone was on fire, so much love, positivity, and we were, yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, and it towards, was crazy. The, towards the end of the month or at the very, very beginning of the next month, you were going to be in the Netherlands for Proc Power Europe. Finally! <laughs> yes! Yes! Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think you guys were booked for for a long time already. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two years or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember being being like uh yeah already really looking forward to seeing you in 2020 but then obviously that didn't happen right. and last year neither <laughs> yeah, no. but actually we think it's of course it's a bummer but it's a good thing for us because now we're ready for for playing outside of Denmark and I think it's a good thing that we've made this album so uh, I know I have this feeling that this concert is going to be so much more spectacular than if we played only in the Nidus material uh, two years ago. I mean, we've grown so much since then. So, yeah, people are in for a treat. Now, now, now you're, you're ready for bigger things. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, talking about playing playing the Maelstrom song, songs live, um, I always wonder how it is for a musician um, who writes about such personal um, experiences um, to perform songs that uh, that have quite a 
heavy, heavy emotional background live, for example, like, like I always wonder how Daniel Gildenlow from Pain of Salvation does it, how he sings those songs every night without, you know, <laughs> breaking down yeah, emotionally. Sure. How, how, it is, how, how, how is it for you? Is it uh, still like tough or do you just uh, have the, have the, um, yeah, adrenaline and positive feelings about the music going forward? I think it's so tough and I might start crying, uh, start crying in a, in a moment. You won't now. Um, but, uh, yeah, last Friday with the, the release of the album, I think I cried, uh, about half the time or something like that while playing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it it is. It, I think I think it's a wonderful thing to have music um, help cope with these feelings, um, because yeah, it's 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 um, it's it's turning turning the 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 bad or sad feelings into something very very beautiful. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a sensitive so it's a topic, but I also, I think that's maybe explains why it was such a magical experience because, uh, I felt that the audience felt it as well, um, that people understood the story and the music and, uh, yeah. And I felt that I could be myself. Time the drums that I didn't have to pretend that uh, I know that I don't get uh, affected by it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, we we um, we we really hope that you you will be able to play the songs live many times in the future. Not only a proc power. Really looking forward and hoping it it will uh, continue positively with 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 all the events uh happening in uh in the world you know that that we're still uh, that we'll be able to uh continue with the live music and that you guys will be able to um to, to have more shows announced soon and also do these shows um, um and present the really great material from to exit a maelstrom um, thank you guys so much for taking the time and for, 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 yeah, for thank you, being Daniel. so on, on, honest and uh, giving us a, 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 an insight into the, the making of To Exit a Maelstrom. All the best with the release uh, going forward, which is already out. You guys out there should really check it out. It's an amazing album. And, um, yeah, don't forget to check out, uh, um, the socials of, Feather Mountain as well to keep up to date what they're up to, um, if there's any new live um, announcements and so on and so forth. Uh, don't forget to check out our socials as well and follow us and get us a cup of coffee or get yeah, yourself man. a nice <laughs> cup of a cup to put your own coffee in. Um, Do the last work. Help us, man. <laughs> That was it for today. Uh, thank you guys out there so much for listening. Um, that was uh, another episode of the Proc Talks. Until next time, take care of yourselves and your loved ones and keep spreading the Proc love. 
The Prog Talks, produced by The Prog Space. Main host, Rune Belsvik-Reynos. Produced by Rune Belsvik-Reynos, Vanessa and Matthias Kirsch. All graphics and animations by Vanessa Kirsch. Intro theme by Giuseppe Negri. Outro theme by Zach Munovitz. This was The Prog Talks by The Prog Space. See you in a week.